0: it's amazing for sampling for noise suppression so that yes
1: because we we live in a, a temperate zone where it gets cold and we live
0: in real life where things are not quiet all the time
1: oh yeah our heat uh turns on and our houses creak
0: yeah and some of it just has noisy ass house. I betcha. I guarantee the recording is going to pick up. My dog's going nuts when my wife gets home too. We're Uber Geek Media. We're recording a live episode of In Absentia. This is episode 29, Matchstick Men. I am your GM, Steve. And I'll be running this ship tonight. And joining me, I have John.
1: Hi, I'm, I'm John. I don't have a bit tonight. I just don't. I'm sorry. Just crushed my soul. I I play Quill, the tabaxi wizard.
2: And Anne. Hi, I'm Anne. I play the Kenku Rogue story.
0: I thought about waiting till you took a sip, but I thought that'd be needlessly cruel. It would be. And Mark.
3: Hi, I'm Mark. And I play Ziggurat, the Dragonborn Sorcerer. The
0: visual bit on our
2: our audio podcast. (laughs) There's no bit. I'm being held together with Dayquil, so you guys can be nice to our visual bit.
0: Who would like to recount our most recent episode? Then I'll volunteer at once.
1: Oh, damn. Well,. Well, last time.
2: I was going to say, I remember the bird being a tank again.
1: So we
3: opened with Story face-to-face looking at a guard dog in the room. Um, She managed to animal handle it into at least getting up to the guy that was in the bed protecting, that the dog was protecting. And she throttled him in his sleep with a knife.
2: I bought myself a round, but it was a really good round. It was a really good round.
3: Then we dispatched the other guards that were downstairs. And then Story found a ledger with some correspondence in it with the letters KM, which we remembered was the same initials from that letter that we found in the cabin with the. I want to say the, the those people that had been killed and we found out that they were like abandoned burning hand agents basically I can't think of the word not abandoned
2: uh the ones that you took down with a good boy
3: deserted the absconded
0: absconded that's another good one yeah
3: absconded deserted yes Um, And the letter talks about the sheriff needing to raise taxes. So basically it was like a command from this KM that the sheriff needs to raise taxes. And it didn't seem to be related to government reasons. So we can at least tie the sheriff to corruption in some way by him saying like this letter by a non-government official is saying to raise the taxes for reasons. We found a box, a lockbox full of gold. Story did. She hadn't yet had a chance to count it, and we cut out where Quill and Ziggurat went into the basement. where We, we discovered like, a door that led to a basement, and we heard movement and shifting
0: in the dark basement below.
2: And Story is upstairs, looking around.
0: With a chest full of coinage.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Well, she shot it and put it back.
1: For the time being.
2: Yeah. She didn't take any cuz she's moral now.
3: Right, we as players not characters obviously know the moral thing to do would be that this this money was definitely like the taxes that were being collected or the overage or whatever. So but story on the other hand can do whatever she wants.
2: It's having a real hard time with this whole thing.
0: <laughs> Let's start with story. Uh story you were going to search the sheriff, right? Yeah. Okay. So, the sheriff, he does not have too terribly much interesting on him. Can you give me a roll in investigations, please? That's a natural 20 for
2: a 22.
0: Nice. As you search, you know, he was in bed. On his person, he doesn't have too much interesting. He did have a large biked club. That was kind of leaned up against the bed frame that he never got to use. No. But in the room, other than the chest, you would find leather pants, basically leather armor, another set of it, 65 gold, and a badge with a crudely formed... Crest of the Trislandi royal family.
3: Like it doesn't seem official?
0: Yes. It is not the quality that you would expect something official to look like.
2: I take the badge and the gold.
0: And then the chest we had said was super duper heavy too, because it is a fairly large chest. So that we're just going to leave that. Are you going to lock it again? yes okay
2: does he have keys on him for said
0: yes he has that and then he has additional additional keys he has a set of keys on a key ring
2: okay so i grabbed the keys random um, from.
0: did that again mark i
3: said interesting sorry i was mumbling to myself
2: Mark
0: for Ziggurat and Quill. Mm-hmm. You guys had opened this door. You'd look down. I think we went down. I, I think we were like
3: actually at the base of the stairs when we had left off.
0: Um, I actually just listened to it today. Oh, you, did? Okay. you guys had opened the door, you had looked down, okay, and we did a perception check, and you had noticed that it looked like someone had been thrown down the stairs because right. there's little bits of blood here and there on the stairs
1: that's right yeah the flecks of blood
0: and there's this damp stone to the walls and it, it looks like this may have been at one point like a dry cellar or something like that but it's it's long since been it's not been maintained properly and it's damp in there now
3: um i look over to quill and oh, I, Mike, might do you have rava out with you I can I can bring him out. Yes. Yeah, uh, we're looking at some blood coming down the stairs here. Oh, I think, honestly, I think it might be the barkeeper that helped us out before. Remember how they pulled him away? Yes, I, I remember. It, it's my only guess. Um, it, I cast Prestidigitation. It's only 10 foot radius, so I'm trying to light any torches that might be in the area.
0: There would be some candles sitting around on the bar top and some of the tables. You don't notice any dramatic change in lighting. Mm -hmm. But as you look down, you do notice that there is a faint glow from down in the basement. Okay. This low lighting, but ambient glow to it that's coming from off to the side
3: let me see i do have a torch in my backpack which i left at (laughs) never mind i left that back at the uh, other place so i don't have a torch never mind oh quill do you have any um any way to light up the room here
1: um Honestly, I, I don't think I do, unfortunately. Uh, it wasn't really my purview at school. Cannot. Uh, well, actually, I, I do have uh, something. If you uh, wouldn't mind giving me a couple moments? I'm sure. So as, as a ritual, I cast Unseen Servant and <laughs> produce a torch and give this Unseen Servant a torch.
3: we're just hanging out at the top of the stairs for 10 minutes. (laughs) Yep.
1: Can you both do a perception check for me? Yeah, sure. Yeah.
3: Ooh, natural one for a two. Uh,
0: 17. Quill, you hear initially as you start uh, doing this ritual, almost like a, oh, Sounds like someone sawing through meat. And then as soon as you start this ritual, and right after you start talking to Zygret, it stops. And you can hear this faint muttering.
1: I'll stop ritually casting. Um, I I think there's someone down there doing something. Not exactly uh, safe. We we should get story. Um
3: you, maybe St. Robert up there.
1: Possibly. Uh just it seem it seems like someone's down there it sounded like they were doing spell casting of their own, or is it just muttering? It has the distinct
0: flavor of somebody casting some sort of spell and it sounds a little familiar. But you can't quite pin down what spell they're casting.
1: We, we should get story. I I don't think Rava. I don't feel comfortable sending Rava into a place where uh, potential spellcasters are alone. Oh, uh, I mean send Rava to get story.
3: Oh, um, unless you, uh, what, what I'm trying to say is that I don't want to leave you here
1: alone. Uh, yes. Uh, well, I'll I'll see if story can get that message on. <laughs> I'll send Rava down. Like, Rava, go, go get Story upstairs. Somewhere. And Rava, I assume, Scamper up the stairs.
0: Okay, and just a few seconds later, Story. You see Rava, Scamper up, happy as can be.
2: Uh, I pick him up, and I scritch him, and I go to the next door. Because Story has no idea why you sent him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming this is within 100 feet, so <laughs> cool like, psychically communicate with Rava. Rava, have you found Story? Okay.
2: Story's going through that door. She's had a mission.
1: Like, tap, like, tap her... Trying to get her... I can this, this is a lot less effective than I expected it to be, Ziggret. Um, I, I think we should just... Uh, are you comfortable staying here and I can go get
3: her? All right. I could stay here. Um, I do kind of hold with my wand and it just starts glowing ever so at the tip as I'm just holding Firebolt, a cantrip, as a spell, in case I see this, is going to be a if I get shot at first, then I would release firebolt. I'm not going to just shoot it at anything I see.
1: And Quill will tap his way upstairs and be like, Story.
2: Story. Story's opening the door to the scratchy room.
0: Ziggurat, as he's tapping his way up, you hear this dry leaves. Noise that starts rustling, starts out a little bit and then pauses. And it just seems like it's it's picking up a little bit, like two really dry leaves in the fall, just rasping against each other. Quill walking up the stairs. Yeah, Rava sees the door open. You were whispering to story.
1: Yeah, <laughs> trying to.
0: Hey, story, do a perception check. It's going to be probably a high Pretty hyper focused on this room.
2: Ten. Story is a completionist, and there's still one more door. The room is what Story is thinking is somebody's awake in there ready to ambush us. Story,
0: you open up this room. And this is the one where you'd heard that dry scratching on parchment, right?
2: Like on parchment. Yes.
0: So you you open the door and there's this soft candlelight. And there's a. Older. Gentleman. Clean cut. White hair. Scratching away on parchment with a quill. It appears that he is shackled. To the desk he's using. Sorry waves. <laughs> um, um, I'm almost done. Um, wait. You... You don't look like the rest of them.
2: Story's going to assume that if he's shackled, he's not with them, so she's just gonna go start lockpicking.
0: Lockpicking?
2: She's gonna hand him Rava and start lockpicking.
0: Gonna hand the stranger Rava? Yeah. mean, he's just... Licks it, Rava um, I, I won't lie, I'm, I'm confused.
2: Story pops up from the shackles and pets Rava and kind of does, and then goes back to the shackles.
0: And he slowly lifts his shackled hands up and starts awkwardly petting Rava as you're lockpicking his shackles and while, while I can't say that I'm horribly ungrateful for what you're doing, um, I have to say this is one of the strangest encounters of my life, and I've had a few.
1: Quill, Quill's thinking to himself, this isn't working, whispering isn't working, and snaps Ravo back out of existence and then back into existence where he is.
0: Story, you see the old man jumps and... um. There was a
2: thing here, right? Jory he instantly gives him the "What did you do?" face. He just like he's
0: freaking out. He's like, um, uh, you know, they said that 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 stew was good. I knew it was too old, though. Um, am I am I gonna die? Um, um, uh,
2: I don't, I don't feel bad. <laughs> This is weird. <laughs> this is really weird. Story grabs the pen and paper he was working with and writes down. Just calm down. Let me finish. It was a joke. And, and, and do I have these shackles off? Like, I've been fighting him a little bit with them. He keeps moving, but.
0: Yeah, it pops right off. And uh, he just sits there for a moment. Rubs his wrists a little. He's like, "Is this actually happening?" Or
2: she nods very happily. Okay. Prisoner of my enemy is my friend.
0: He goes so, but they're still out
2: there. No, they're not. She she shakes her head.
0: Ah. In that case, and he grabs a sheaf of papers and like stuffs them into his tunic okay um um i i need to get i need to get out of here
2: uh she writes on a piece of paper who are you
0: um i'm 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 the
2: sheriff you're the sheriff uh, she whistles for her guys. It's 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 the come here whistle. Do we have a come here whistle?
3: We do. We do
2: now. Uh, she she does a come here whistle. And then tries to look very, like, nice to him. Not like a scary death bird.
1: Quill tells Rava to kind of do the Ratatouille thing and guide him to where Story is.
2: It's really hard to look not intimidating when you have... Fifteen daggers.
0: All over you and you're dressed in what was it black? Just all black?
2: All black. Well, there's like design in like really like dark green. You gotta break up that color a little bit. I mean. Yeah. 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 It's very stylish.
0: I would assume probably not. But
3: does Ziggurat hear the whistle from Story?
2: Um
0: yeah, probably. Because she was Trying to get your attention. So.
3: So I'll kind of be like holding the firebolt there and then hear the whistle and be like. "Right, in upstairs.
1: And I follow. Well, we'll probably. Sh- shortly appear in the doorway to this room.
0: And you see this very awkward, confused old man. Shoving parchment into his tunic and trying to book it out of there around this little bird person.
2: He's not getting out of there.
1: Story, uh, there's something going on downstairs. What's that noise?
0: The the old man, um, down, downstairs? We, we need to leave. We need to leave now.
3: Right around this time, I'm, like, jumping down the hallway. Oh, it's... Um, Quill of need
2: Story pops her head over. Sheriff.
3: Oh. What?
2: This is actually sheriff. cop, but... In Terslin's sign, it's sheriff.
3: Um, you found the sheriff. Well, I assume you, like... Killed?
2: Old sheriff.
3: Old? All right. And I head over there, and... Wh- what do you mean?
2: New sheriff, dead. Killed. Old sheriff, alive.
3: Did he just say he's the sheriff?
2: He was in the office. Do you believe him? He had shackles on.
3: I poked my head in. <laughs> poked my head in. It's like right at the top of the door frame. <laughs> hey, mate.
0: Yeah. Um. So I'm awake now? Very
2: nuts.
3: What? Uh, you never seen the Dragonborn?
2: I have,
0: but not in a while. And a canku. right?
3: a tabaxi.
0: But I've been here a long time.
1: Looping back around. Uh, why? You, you know what's going on in the basement. Hold on. What is it?
3: You say you're the sheriff. We'll get to that quill. I just want to make sure... We're not being duped.
0: Y- y- yes, yes. I'm, I'm the sheriff. But there's, there's things afoot. We need to leave. Pardon me if I'm not the um, and type. Before yeah, bad things on. happen. Pardon me if I'm not the trust and type.
3: Um, how do we know you're the sheriff and not just trying to get out of here scot free since we just killed you know five other people?
0: He pulls out correspondence from his shirt to the Capitol that looks far more official than anything that you saw or that story would have seen in the other room.
2: Uh, Story yanks it to look at it.
3: Am I getting the sense that I believe him?
0: Yeah, certainly do an insight check. 17. As far as you can tell, he seems absolutely at level. He is genuinely freaking out about something. But you don't detect any mistruth.
1: Okay. All right. Sorry, Quill. I don't mean to talk over you. It, it seems it, it's kind of important. Uh, whoever's down there is casting something. You seem to know something. What's going on? It needs. If you're afraid of it, it needs to end now.
0: As soon as you say casting something, he just goes white. He goes, it might be too late. And he is going to try to run past all three of you.
2: No, he doesn't.
3: I mean, I'm going to try to stop him.
2: <laughs> I'm going to do something acrobatic. Can,
1: can we do a grapple check as a group, Steve?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, you absolutely can. Um, is that one I can do with acrobatics?
3: Uh, I think athletics is
1: grapple. Yeah. yeah, athletics is grapple. Okay. Yeah.
2: Can I do something acrobatic-y and get in his way? Like a couple flips and then in the doorway?
3: I rolled a natural 20 for a total of 24.
1: That seems pretty good.
3: I'm like in the doorway at this point. Like as, yeah, as, you're pretty big. At, at first he tried to get in. I like jammed myself into the doorway.
0: So... OK, so, yeah, he pushed like completely shoves past as best he can. Pushes past story. What was your role?
1: Quill? I didn't. I can roll. I can roll athletics real quick. Um, that.
0: I think he'd be he'd
3: be in front. I kind of like me walking in the doorway, kind of, I'm guessing, just forced Quill a little bit more into the room a four. That is a natural one
1: for two
0: okay so he would knock story clear out of the way bull quill over most likely and nearly nearly push past you like hi hey, hey just wait a
3: minute here bloke
0: and he is just like clawing at you like no no you don't get it we need to go
1: if, if you're the sheriff of this town you need to help the people of this town. You need to tell us what's going on here, or I'm going to do exactly the things that I did to all of the other people that we encountered tonight.
0: An intimidate check for me, please. Yeah. Absolutely. Big, scary dragonborn. Yeah.
1: Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh,
3: sorry. Uh, I look at him and say, "Are you sure about that?"
0: And you got a thirteen. Yeah. Okay.
1: Not particularly intimidating.
0: Um. And uh, what did you roll, cigarette?
3: Oh, uh, he. I gave. I gave Quill advantage.
0: Oh, okay. And you rolled with advantage, John. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, it might just be the blind panic that he's in, but he seems completely unfazed. He is absolutely, like, clawing, trying to get out. And you just... I've got him
3: bare hug at this point. Okay. And I'm like, right, mate, we're heading down to the basement, and either you're the real sheriff, and you can come out of here with glory, or you just end up like the rest of these thugs out here that took your job.
0: Um, and... After a minute or so, he finally just kind of slumps down. He goes, I. I can't go back down there.
3: Back down there. Look, Just could you tell us what's down there? Because we're about to risk our lives. Poking around in a place where, frankly, we're just passing through. We felt that this town needed a little uh, pick me up.
0: The. And man,
3: we are trying to pick it up.
0: The man down there is using people. Um
3: well, everybody here is using people.
0: No. No, he's he's cutting them and he's slicing them and Oh
3: she's her hot. <laughs> uh got a whipping?
0: And he looks over at the desk with the shackles and the quill. Um no
3: or you find anything in the uh, upstairs here at all he could use.
2: She goes and grabs the club, brings it out to him. And the leather armor. She didn't take either. It's a little big for him. She helps him.
0: He hoists it up, fastens it really quick. And yeah, I mean, he's he he probably seems a little emaciated. He's probably been here a while, but he does deftly. Pick the club up and gives it a twirl um, with an unexpected amount of deftness.
2: Story writes on her paper and says, we'll keep you in the back. But we, we need an ally.
0: I don't really have a choice at this point, do
2: I? She shakes her head.
3: I'd say not, honestly.
0: Fine. Uh, Let's. Let's do this.
2: She writes down, we are saving your town.
0: Right. Um,
3: story. I'm happy to take the lead down the stairs. Um, I, I just needed to shoot fast. Uh, Quill? Remember oh, that uh... scary, freaky thing you summoned, uh,
1: back at the warehouse? I, I, I actually... Yes. Uh, Given our nature, I feel it's it's better if if I summon it and send it first. By all means.
2: Um, on our way down, she shows the guys the the case of money.
1: Kind of points it out as we walk by. L- yeah, we'll
3: come back to that later. There's a thing I learned. Um, remember. Th- how and can walk. teleport? There's another thing I learned how to do, and um, well, here it is. And I cast bless on me and Quill Ooh. and Story, um, as I kind of like this fire and ice kind of like rope almost, um, just kind of like spins around Quill, and then there's like a quick flash, and then the same thing. It kind of like spins as a like fire ice halo around story and then myself and there's just like a brief aura and then it's back to normal again. You all get a D4, one D4 on attack rolls and saving throws. For a minute. Sorry, this is right as we're walking down the stairs. It only lasts for a minute and I have to concentrate, sorry.
1: Yeah. As we're walking down the stairs, Quill once again pull that gem out, the tear inside and shadows coalesce, and it's once again that really big burly Form with claws. And I'm summoning, summoning the fear aspect. I believe it's the correct one.
2: Sorry, he leans over to the sheriff, points at the big scary thing. He goes, that's cool. <laughs> Watch this.
1: It is the fury aspect. So, What? Uh, okay, let's do this.
0: Now that we have a billion tokens in a small room.
1: <laughs> okay. Hey, that guy was being a meat shield, whether he wanted to or not. That's Yeah, who's going first? The Shadow Spawn. So
3: I think the order is the Shadow Spawn, Shadow's
1: Ziggred. Spawn. Then probably Quill.
0: Okay. In VTT, I just have a generic yes. Shadow oh. Monster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just need to make sure that you can. Shadow spawn. I can move it. You can move him. Yep. Okay. I th- cool.
1: I think our our friendly sheriff should go in between me and story. Because <laughs> if he tries to run, story can just stab him. <laughs> the story is behind
0: him or in front of him. Who's going? I think first? it's like just. I think, other I than think how mentioned. we have it now did my best i know
2: and it's fantastic i have a map i'm so excited
0: i know no i i was very happy with how this turned out it's actually anyhow to to paint this picture as you guys walk down a soft glow emanates from the back of the room you see the silhouette of a nearly eight-foot-tall stick figure with a bulbous head standing in the middle of the room in between you in the soft, glowing light. The outline is vaguely familiar from when you guys were in the mines. Oh,
3: no! (laughs) It's the Pumpkin Man!
0: (laughs) Along one side... In front of you, off to your left, you see a stack of horrifying, gaping, maw jack jack-o'-lanterns sitting along the wall. Some of them with dried blood on them. In the center of the room, you see five beds. Each one has a Covered figure, wrapped in linen, and soaked in blood. Except for one bed, which is empty, with dried blood on it. On the ground is a circle of blood-soaked ash, with arcane symbols, and a large pentagram in the center of it. And in the center of the pentagram stands this eight-foot-tall stick figure. And you're immediately reminded of the scarecrow creature that you fought in the mines. You hear a muttering sound echoing off the damp walls from the back of the room. And you can just barely see this outline of a cloaked figure. And standing in front of what appears to be candlelight On the table is another body. It appears that he's just recently stopped working on it because blood is dripping off of the table and you can see blood-soaked knives just sitting on the edge of the table waiting to be grabbed for their work.
1: How bad does this room smell?
0: It's pretty bad. It's like... Going into Walmart after the meat section, if the freezer went out a week ago, and it's right next to the produce section, which also has not been restocked in a week.
1: Mm. Well, then. is is that a sufficient olfactory picture for you? It's a sufficient olfactory picture for Quill. Do you want us to roll initiative?
0: I was going to ask, are you guys sneaking in?
2: Uh Story's trying to, but she's also sure. in the middle of a bunch of people.
0: Yeah. So yeah, let's let's go ahead and roll some stealth checks first. Sure, yeah. Ooh, and tricky. then we'll do that. 16.
1: 2016.
0: Okay.
2: Thirteen.
0: And then I'm gonna have to roll 13? How did that happen?
2: Five plus
1: eight. That's unfortunate.
0: Say that annoying sheriff keeps bumping you or some shit. Okay. Did you roll for your shadow too?
1: I will do so now. He gets a plus three. Shadow has a 14.
0: You make it to the bottom of the steps. It doesn't appear that the robed figure has noticed you every few words you do notice that the scarecrow shudders a little bit but it's making no move towards you so you're not entirely sure maybe this spell or ritual that he's casting has not been completed
2: so the room is dark yes
0: it is dimly lit
2: dimly lit
0: And you can you can see across it without take like if you were to do an action, you wouldn't need to do like disadvantage or something like that between the candlelight on the table itself. And a weird glow coming from the ring of ash on the floor. You are able to see without taking disadvantage on any rolls mechanically. Enough ambient light in there.
2: The story, uh, shoots a dagger at his head. Gonna throw a dagger at his head? Uh, shoot. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a dagger. <sighs> no, Load this gonna... dagger
1: into the crossbow and fire? Yes. <laughs> at whose head?
2: At the guy mumbling things and making stuff shudder. His head.
0: Uh,
2: oh. I think it would be advantageous. How far is that from me?
0: five 10
2: 15 20
0: 25 30 35 40 65 feet yeah it's it's like 65
2: well within range yeah 65 so do I get a shot do I get a shot off
0: yeah I mean you guys have the jump on him 22 uh that is a hit
2: it's seven piercing damage.
0: Okay. And as the dagger hits him...
2: And I get sneaker attack.
0: You absolutely do.
2: I do get seven.
0: You absolutely get sneak attack damage.
2: Which is another 11.
0: We then can go to... I think Ziggurat has the next highest dex, right? It doesn't matter. We can do. We can go by decks uh, or we can go by initiative. What would you rather do? That's logical. Initiative
3: seems fine at this point. I mean, it makes sense that story would be fast I'm enough to like zing one off yeah, before I'm, everybody else. Like goes. I said,
0: I am just so you guys know, I cannot see anyone's roles right now.
2: We should probably announce them anyway for the podcast.
1: Yeah,
3: it's true. Uh, in which case, I rolled an eighteen for initiative.
2: I rolled a
1: 19. Quill got a 17 for initiative.
2: Yeah, Story sees the thing that she fought in the cave and sees that he's casting it and wants to stop that as she's already at half health.
0: Okay, so Ziggurat had 18. Mm Mm-hmm. Story had
1: 17. 19. 19. I think you have to change it. I had to re-roll it again because it didn't properly do it in the combat tracker. So it sets me in a 5, but I'm a 17.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh, mine's not in there either.
1: Okay, hey, and then
0: uh, your shadow creature too, John. Or he goes on your turn.
1: He has his own initiative, I believe. Oh, he does. Oh, does he? That's really cool. Yeah, and that was the... Oh, yeah, I should roll initiative. It's just a d20 plus 3, so... Oof. Seven, <laughs> he was, he's still going at an impressive speed.
0: Okay, all right, we'll change that from a 19.
1: I want to give uh. you less work, but I mean, technically, I suppose once you put him in the tracker, he it rolls it for him, anyways. But
0: I think that's everyone represented now, right?
1: Yep,
3: I think so.
0: Uh, so yeah, Zygrunt.
3: Ziggurat is also going to panic shoot and Ziggurat's panic looks a little more explodey than uh, stories. So he um, goes, Oh shit, that thing again. And like shoots like, and like a ball of energy just kind of builds up and it's like the size of a large marble. And it just shoots like a, and then, in the basement as he shoots a fireball oh no (laughs) uh that is the radius there that's what i was messing around with so he doesn't know that that pumpkin is alive or dead he just that's the thing he's actually scared of and he hits it right in between the dude and that pumpkin they have to both succeed on a dex 15 saving throw isn't fireball's radius bigger
1: than that it's 20-foot radius, oh, which is... Yeah, 40-foot circle. 40-foot diameter. I thought it was bigger. Maybe it was Maybe it was someone using a, a spell metamagic.
0: It could be. Okay.
1: Oh, that's a good roll.
2: It helps Story also likes your panic response better than hers. Much more exciting.
0: So, what was the DC for the reflex?
3: A dexterity saving throw of 15.
0: Uh, That's a fail.
3: Well, he takes full damage of 33 fire damage, obviously. Okay. And anything that is flammable also lights on fire with this. Okay. In that radius.
1: I'll go ahead and move that marker off now. How tall is the ceiling down here, Steve?
0: Uh, they're pretty low. I'm gonna say they're eight foot, well oh, nine foot, because he'd have to have room for the scarecrow.
1: What? What's our ceiling made out of? <laughs> uh, wood.
2: How oh, flammable? <laughs>
1: okay, just needed to check in.
2: Yeah,
0: wood slats with varnish.
1: I cast that
3: fireball at third level. By the way, that is my reactionary. Like, oh,
0: shit, that thing again. Okay, so let me actually, there is a cool feature in VTT that I haven't had to got haven't gotten to use yet. Let me see here. Uh, I think I can resize it too.
1: This cool feature called your players are dying. What to do next?
3: Oh yeah, here, let me put my marker over where that spell hit. Right there. Yeah,
0: we can leave that there, too, if we want. Okay. And then just for some flavor. (laughs) That's
2: so cool.
1: Some animated fire. We'll add
0: some animated fire to this.
1: I feel kind of bad that Twitch doesn't get to watch us doing this.
2: I do want to mention again, I very much appreciate the maps. They help me so much. That
3: was dramatic. I'm also going to move five, ten, About here. After I shoot the fireball, just to give some space for people to, you know, get in the room and stuff.
0: Sure. So yeah, Ziggurat's turn just shoots that fireball. It's <laughs> like shit on fire. Like a badass steps down off the stairs. What's the matter, John?
1: The neighbors deciding that now, uh, nine forty at night on a Friday is the time to take care of breaking down metal. I guess so. <laughs> that's yeah.
0: Sounds right. Perfectly logical. The sheriff is going to walk into the room, and he's going to. Step off the stairs and just freeze with a look of panic, with white knuckles around the club. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to make it in anyhow. Let's go. Actually, let's go he- here, just at the edge of one of the tables, kind of looking at it in fear. And then it's Quill.
3: Oh, remember you have a D4 on your saving uh, attack rolls too. I'll keep track of the amount of rounds. Cool.
1: Uh, I'm going to... Yeah, pop down there. I have to get a little closer.
0: You're going to throw Rava right into the fire.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm going to throw... Out... uh, Just... Right into the fire. No, let's just go with a ray of frost. Let's just do Ray of Frost. So it's a total of 22 to hit. Uh, Who are you targeting? For Ray of Frost. Uh, Man, I'm having Rava. (laughs) Rava probably only sees one enemy.
0: Okay. So that would be a hit.
1: Cool. That is this way. That's 2d8 cold damage for an 8. 8 damage. And I moved, I acted, that's my turn.
0: And it is your shadow creature.
1: How far can that boy move? Isn't it like craziness? It's, it's not crazy. It's just you know forty feet.
0: <laughs> it's More than it has l- any reason to move.
1: It's no. just a monk. It's just a monk. Yeah, it's just gonna get up here. And I assume it wants to live a little bit more, so it's not going to run directly into this fire just yet.
0: Is it going to attack it all too, or no?
1: Is this pumpkin Does has this pumpkin shown any signs of life? It shuddered a little bit. That's all you've seen so far. I don't think. Uh, do you want this shadow beast to roll a perception to see if it knows this thing is alive? Sure. And to target.
0: Say like DC fifteen.
1: Wisdom. It's just a flat roll. It's a six.
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't know.
1: Yeah. So, we you know, it doesn't attack. If, if it, I told it to, to attack things that it can see is a danger, it doesn't think this is a danger.
0: And then it would go to Das Wizard's turn. That's boot.
2: Now, is that a surprise round? Because we got a surprise round and then initiative, right?
0: Oh, that's right. You are absolutely correct. So now we would go into initiative order.
2: This is the only way story survives.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah, you haven't healed at all since. No. Doggy.
2: So there's got to be like a lot of damage right away. So story... Is going to she should have moved last time, but she was on stairs with a bunch of people. She is going to yeah, she's gonna come over here and use her 30 feet to the other side of the room from everyone else, and she is going to crossbow bolt again. Okay. <laughs> uh that's a natural 20 for a 28. For a total of 19 damage. But this one is not sneak attack because we've all been wailing on him, right? Correct.
3: Yeah, there's nobody in melee and you don't have advantage on the roll.
2: Okay. I'm going to ask every time. And then she's going to watch. Watch that uh, skeleton man in the middle. Real, real carefully.
0: Can't imagine why. Then... We are going to go to Cigarette.
3: Okay. Uh, wow. Sigurd is going to... Just checking the range on this guy here. Cigarette is going to bonus action Misty Step. 30 feet. So he kind of like just evaporates into vapor and then appears again... Here. Oops. And then he's going to go twenty five feet. He's gonna stand right here, kind of amongst all the flames and the heat and stuff. He's going to use his ice breath. Uh so this is another dexterity saving throw, but this one's only a DC of thirteen.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. He makes it.
3: He makes it. OK, um, he still takes half damage. So this is 2d10. Uh, rolled pretty good. So 11, that would be five damage of cold damage this time. And does that cold happen to like put out the flames that it hits
0: flavor wise? Yeah,
3: that's about what it would look like. The the, the breath that he would. Um, yeah, that's the breath that cigarette would flash. As he just kind of like, like, it kind of hucks his whole body back and just. Oh, and this like cold steam and everything just starts to frost up around it. Just everywhere. And that's my turn.
0: And then it would be. The sheriff's turn. Did I measure this right? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Oh, I did That's Okay. As soon as the sheriff locks eyes onto this robed figure at the back, uh, that fear turns to absolute hatred. And he is going to double move, use his full movement, and roll up on that sumbitch. Whoa. Whoa. And then that is his move for his turn. And then it's Quill.
1: Okay. Uh, So Quill is going to similarly 5, 10, 15, 20. And probably around there feels this stuff on his feet, right? This weird ashy circle. Mm Mm-hmm. not really liking it um but
0: and as soon as he crosses it it feels a little bit damp and he gets a tingle
1: uh rava probably like we i probably have rava has like set up a there is a danger of hurting people that uh do do you want me to do something
0: no I just realized if we're saying that the ray of frost put out some of the fires that puts out the candles on the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. Probably. So the only remaining light is coming from the two fires on the tables. So that's fun. And I mean, on the ceiling probably too. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Anyhow.
1: Rava probably tells me if there's, like, people next to targets I'm trying to target. So I'm not going to attack that guy this round in case I I miss. And still feeling a little unsafe with, like, firing around people that I don't want to kill. And I'm going to just take the action to use Rava's vision and look at what the circle is.
0: Okay. And you give me... Sheet, can you give me a Arcana check?
2: (laughs) Yes, I can.
1: That is a nineteen total.
0: So you can tell that this is some sort of weird dark conjuration magic. And it is very likely how the other scarecrow was made.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> so he is sacrificing these five bodies or people and carving arcane sigils into their flesh and preparing their life energy to be transferred into this scarecrow.
1: Quill will yell out to his Shadow Spawn New Order. Destroy the circle. And that'll be his turn. Just just shrieks in his high-pitched wail.
0: Uh, And then, yeah, it goes to your shadow
1: spawn. So it's going to take its entire turn just going around and decimating whatever parts of the circle it can. Okay. so Smudging it, cutting it.
0: I'm just going to draw... On here because I don't have a way of erasing part of the. I should have thought. Background of it. image. Um, <laughs> by the way, that's a custom image that yours truly made. Ooh, just to Throw that out there. So we're just going to say, like. Looks good. Okay. And then as soon cool. as that symbol in Ash is disrupted, you can hear this dry leaf on leaf raspy noise just a couple feet away from you.
2: Cool. (laughs) The scarecrow moving
0: story and Ziggurat will would be able to see that its jaw is shuddering. I'm actually not
3: facing it. It's kind of like off to my left and out of my view.
0: So really just story. Yeah,
2: story is very pointedly watching it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the shadow creature. So on that note, let me find a token real quick.
2: <laughs> no, no. No. You're good. You don't need to do that. So would a uh danger whistle be a free action? Yeah. I
0: mean it's still still technically a communication of some kind.
2: Yeah, so story is doing uh, whatever danger signal is the oh, fuck, guys, guys. Oh, fuck. Uh, whistle is the new players on the board whistle.
0: Um. Let's see. So shadow spawn just went. OK, and then it would be the robed figures turn. And seeing that he is directly. Uh, threatened by the sheriff. His eyes widen a little bit and after seeing the spells that have been slung at him and the crossbow bolts that have hit him he is going to start muttering and then his visage starts to blur at the edges
3: counter spell just kidding i don't have that
1: <laughs> i should but i don't Well, well, if we start taking counterspell, then it's an arms race where Steve's characters take counterspell, and I don't like that.
3: (laughs) And then everybody's just counterspelling, stacking.
0: (laughs) Ziggurat, and probably the first one to notice this, yeah, just his image, the edges of his image have blurred, and it's starting to waver and shift in front of you. He is going to try to step away. Into the corner. So he will incur an attack of opportunity against the sheriff. Who will have disadvantage. And an 11. Okay, yeah, he misses. And then it is Story's turn.
2: The story. Oh, really? 35 feet from Story? Are you kidding me?
0: And then I'll keep track of that spell.
2: Yeah, sorry, he's going to do another crossbow bolt to his face.
0: Okay, and roll with disadvantage,
2: please. Do you know what she's going to do? She's going to step a couple feet this way towards the guy. And then do it at disadvantage. Oh. Oh. One of them was a natural twenty. So, in order to roll the bless, can I see if it hits first and then roll it, or is it just like
3: you just get it? You just roll a d four. Oh, yeah. For the minute, it's an always on it's feature. Always on. Yep. I've been keeping track too on how, like how often we've been using it. I figured eight rounds because I would have cast it right before we came down the stairs, so a couple seconds burned down.
2: That was a. Seventeen.
0: Okay, seventeen hits.
2: Nice. For thirteen damage. And I for sure don't get uh, sneak attack because it was done at disadvantage. So thirteen damage. Sorry, still very much keeping uh, um, Scarecrow guy in her peripheral. She is paying attention.
0: Then it would be Ziggurat's turn.
3: Um Ziggret, kind of feeling a little depleted just kind of falls back on his cantrips and shoots off a firebolt. Is it gonna be at disadvantage?
0: Yes. Any any attack roll is has disadvantage.
3: Okay, so that's let me roll my D four here as well. Uh that'll be a fifteen total? Just barely barely misses or hits hits oh yes uh that'll be a 15 fire damage as i just pulling a firebolt out the tip of my wand um and i am gonna kind of get behind this table seeing him there i don't know if it gives me cover or not but i'm gonna act like it does and kind of duel from the other side of the table from him and that's my turn
0: And then it would be the sheriff's turn. So sheriff, seeing that he has swung and his query has left and he's going to raise his club and he is going to run after this robed figure. And he is going to attack. That is a miss, But. Each t- like he swings and just with a scream of rage and it just makes him even angrier that he can't hit this guy. Okay. And then it would be Quill's turn.
1: So reflexively Quill pulls away, like hearing this rustling sound pulls back five feet. And if nothing happens to him, it's kind of unsure what this noise was. So he's just stepping back, stepping back, and then like internally communicating with Rava. It's like, what's what's going on? Danger? What is it? So that would incur. Yeah it, i I'm not disengaging.
0: Does a fourteen hit?
1: Uh, it would, as and then as a reaction, I, for the first time, kind of reflexively snap in a slightly different way and shield pops up i'd love to see that interaction of like
3: does rava tell quill like shield now kind of thing
1: probably yeah it's like danger just that clear intent of something's trying to hurt us i snap does quill's
3: magic have like an effect to it An effect in... Like, if you would look closely at Ziggurat's magic, first of all, you'd see his... Because he's got silver scales with gold skin, and you see the gold kind of like light up every time he casts magic. Um, And then he also... Even though he's casting fire spells, it's almost like there is some frost hanging off in the air after he fires his spells rather than smoke.
1: Like that kind of burn you would get from... uh, Liquid nitrogen or... Hmm. Uh, I think there would be. There's definitely like a a desert structure to it, like desert lizards, desert creatures. So the shield itself would probably be there. would Be little flecks of sand in the air that, or dust that coalesce. Oh, that's cool. And protect them Yeah, Ziggurat casts a shield.
3: It's like a, it's like a, a wave of ice that it's, the blue glow you notice is like. Almost snow, almost like Frozen, where when Elsa casts, it's like a snowflake kind of thing.
2: I'm playing with the idea that any magic that uh, story does does the whole like poof of black feathers.
3: <laughs> That's
2: awesome. Because <laughs> she's very serious character, very serious. Okay, where did we leave off?
1: I shielded as a reaction. You shield it as a reaction, okay. So temporarily, my AC is sixteen for this round, and then uh, as a standard action, I will kind of with the other hand, so like just that reactive shield with one, and then with the other hand, curl it out and fling ray of frost at this thing. Cause it just I mean, twenty does a twenty-seven hit?
0: That's That's a, that's a hit. <laughs> I think we can comfortably say that.
1: Okay, like hmm. <laughs> Uh, That is 12 damage of cold to this thing. Okay. And that's, yeah, that's my action. But I now know this thing is alive and kicking.
0: Okay. So. The scarecrow. After getting hit with the ray of frost. Starts to shudder and groan. And. It attempts to move. But its stick legs do not. And it rips itself free of its legs and starts crawling forward with its arms. I don't like it. Spilling out pumpkin guts and blood as it crawls towards
1: Quill. I don't like this thing. What an image. Oh my gosh.
0: And it's going to... Trying to claw at Quill again. Roll like shit every time. Oh my god, I get the same roll twice. Okay.
1: So yeah, my shield is... Uh,
0: Not even gonna ask, that's a mess. (laughs) I got a five twice. I mean,
2: he's trying. He's got no legs. It's a hard adjustment for some people. Yeah, he's
1: working real hard.
2: And then
0: it's your shadow spawn's turn.
1: So it it is going to turn around and just wail on this thing from behind <laughs> Which, uh, does does it get advantage do we how do we want to we have never had flanking i don't think we, we're not really a flanking kind of no we're it's not true. a
0: flanking There's,
3: crew nobody's melee so. Zarin's tried a couple times and failed miserably
0: in 5e do you get advantage it is of that? a do you do yeah
1: It is a thing. Okay. Well, yeah. And then it it kind of wails on this thing with advantage.
2: Yeah, rogues really depend on flanking for that sweet, sweet sneak attack.
1: Yeah. Uh, So it got a fifteen plus my spell. Oh, yeah, it's my spell attack modifier. Uh, that is a twenty-one to hit this thing. That is a hit. Okay, one d twelve plus three plus. Sorry, I have a ninety-five
0: pound moron trying dog. to crawl in my lap. Oh, He's a lap dog.
2: You have a lap. He's a lap I will pet you. Dog. That's
1: fine. D twelve. Wow. Okay. Uh, that is. Uh, that is a total of sixteen cold damage.
0: Sixteen cold damage.
1: And that is its turn. That's it. It attempts to defend me.
0: And then that was like a claw attack, basically? Yep. Claws it. Okay. So as he slashes into the jack-o'-lantern head on it, it cracks a little bit. Ooh. Steam and heat pour out of the crack.
3: From the, from the boiling pumpkin juice from the fireball?
0: Yep. And then uh, then it is the wizard's turn. Oh, damn. Okay. And this blurry, wavy, shuddery form that's hiding in the corner in front of the sheriff winks out of existence. And then it is (laughs) story's turn.
2: The story... Against her better judgment, sees him flicker out of existence. Takes a moment, and then runs and jumps on Crawley McCrawl face, and hits him with a dagger. The twenty-five hit,
0: twenty-five hits,
2: and. He's in combat with the
0: He's engaged with two other Yeah,
2: yeah yes. He Heck yeah, yes. He so we're gonna go ahead and do Piercing Damage for seven sneak attack 13 and I'm going to bonus a action hit him again.
3: I, don't, I actually don't think you could because you had your crossbow out and you could drop your crossbow and take one weapon out, but it would be a f- yeah. full action to take a second weapon. Cool. Out.
2: I got a one anyway. I didn't actually mean to <laughs> so hit 13? it, but um, yeah, so. 13 damage total. And I'm on him.
0: OK, so as story strikes this pumpkin this jack-o'-lantern head collapses and then sprays outward with this rancid, hot pumpkin juice.
1: Descriptive.
0: Bits Mm. of hot pumpkin jelly and blood spray out. And everybody give me... What did we say before? I think it was a constitution saving roll? I think so,
3: yeah. You get a d4 on this as well. Because it's a saving throw.
0: There's DC 15, if memory serves.
1: Yeah, that's oh, well, screen. I
3: got a 22 total. 19,
2: 20, 21, 22. Well, shit. I
1: got a 20 total. And then... Sh- and the shadow.
0: sheriff is out of range. Well, I guess Sigret would be out of range, too. Sorry, Ziggret. That's okay.
1: I rolled pretty damn high. The shadow spawn will roll.
3: The shadow spawn is offended by the smell of the pumpkin, <laughs> but apparently not.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, plus two for that. So yeah, it also gets the twentieth. The shadow spawn. Yeah, I guess it doesn't have a nose. I
2: just I like the idea of of uh, Ziggurat off to the side going. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> because we're all covered.
3: Ziggurat actually doesn't even know that this is going on because he was like channeled in on the wizard. So
0: just have this wave of like hot rancid smell that flows over you but not strong enough to really affect you but just it's
2: bad. Zero looks oh, over is like oh
3: shit the thing it moved over to it came to life i thought it was dead.
2: And, he, thought, and oh, you see oh. story just going ew 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 ew, ew.
1: not not again oh, oh, oh it's it's everywhere again lord you know it's
2: in my
0: eyes it's in my nose, it's in my mouth, my <laughs> mouth was open.
3: The first time, after fighting all those pumpkins, I just wanted a pumpkin pie. I think probably just fucked up pumpkin pie for the rest of my life. Little bit, little bit. It's the blood. It's it's the mix of the blood in the uh-huh. oh shit. Uh-huh. <clears throat>
2: Uh, we all roll really high and cigarettes off to the side wait for a wiggle. he's
0: <laughs> 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 just gagging
3: it wasn't the smell it was the, it was the thought of pumpkin pie as like
2: <laughs> no but it's like perfect i absolutely it's, it's
0: perfect because <laughs> cigarette's mm-hmm. turn then
3: <laughs> it's cigarettes turn like comments not done yet maybe um, okay zigret will uh just walk over to the thing wait it's well it's my turn okay um shit. what would I do hold on let me let me put myself in the mind space here really quick I'm just trying to think like seeing this guy blink out of it the going and then blink out of existence, probably spell that he hasn't seen before. Ziggurat just assumes that he teleported out. And so he's going to just wander over that. This scene is actually kind of at a rest. I'm just a little bit away and I'll just like, you know, double tap a firebolt at this pumpkin on the ground. Ziggurat has every assumption that that wizard's gone now. I, I, don't, I don't know if he's gone or not. I didn't see
1: what spell he used.
3: Just saw him blink out, basically, like saw the blur and then nothing else. So, yeah, he just walks up to the pumpkin and is like, oh, I don't know. You just think.
2: <laughs> Story goes. Ah,
3: ah. Sorry, I know it smells bad. <laughs> do, do you want me to roll for an attack on that?
0: Uh, I don't think so. I mean, he's okay. he's immobile. He's down, for all intents and purposes. So, That's your turn, then?
3: That's my turn. I mean, I as far as Ziggurat's concerned, he was just making sure that Pumpkin was dead. He thinks that Wizard is gone. If it is or isn't, that's his turn. He's standing there, kind of letting his guard down a little bit.
0: And then the sheriff is going to book it to the bottom of the stairs. He's going to... Use his full action to move as far as he possibly can. Where are you going, Might? He couldn't have gone that far. And if he had to leave, he had to leave from this stairwell. Do you see any other doors?
3: No, I just assumed he teleported. Uh, I don't know how the spells work. Actually, would I? Could. I guess I am trained in Arcana.
0: Yeah. You could, I mean, you could do a roll, you can do, like, a form of teleportation, too. So, I mean...
3: I rolled an arcana 20, like, what would I know based on what I saw? Because he just kind of, like, blipped out of there.
0: uh, Yeah, you think he most likely, you know, apparated somehow out of the room. Okay. Like, from what you can tell... You couldn't easily identify that it was like an invisibility spell or something like that. You lean towards teleportation.
3: Do I think that he, this might change a little bit what I would have done. Do I think that he like teleported like far away or do I like, would I be able to tell the difference between that and like dimension door or something?
0: Um, I don't know that you would be able to guesstimate that.
3: Okay. So I think he's just gone then. Sigurd's, you know, he's not dumb, but he's also not the smartest.
0: Not insanely experienced. for Yeah, more it's, like yeah.
3: not experienced, yeah.
0: So I can get rid of Scarecrow Monster. Okay. Anger fading from his eyes. The sheriff will just kind of, again... The rage just leaves him, and he just looks tired and worn out. And you notice now that he has definitely been starved. He is much thinner. The leather armor he's wearing seems a lot bigger than it should.
2: I thought he was jetting out the door. I noticed that on the way through.
0: He stopped at the bottom oh, okay. of the stairs and was talking with Ziggurat. He was trying to block the doorway, essentially. Oh,
2: okay.
3: Yeah, Ziggurat goes, look, my... I think he teleported out of here, honestly. Um, We're not going to catch him. You probably know the most about him, so... Are you familiar with the other magic users
0: around town? I mean, I... I've been locked up for a long time. I don't honestly... I, I would wager nearly a year or more. I I know there are magic users in town. They're not popular, but I've never seen a reason that we would have had to s- root them out or anything like that. They've never caused any problems, so it's I've looked the other way.
2: As they're talking, story is herding them up the door. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, we're Away kind of walking and talking, that's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Quill, as well. As yeah. Um, she
2: also kind of like taps on cigarette and goes, takes some of the goo and splatters him with it until yeah, he gets what? it. What?
3: <laughs> I can get you clothes, but I can't get you. So I kind of press to digitate for a minute as we're kind of walking and talking, and I, I get you. And then um, you still don't need a bath, honestly. Um, the, the Quill, no, we probably wanna, don't want this whole building to burn down. I'm sorry about that. Would you be able to? freeze
1: fire. Oh, oh yes I, I wasn't thinking about it um, Quill will kind of snap Rava out of existence to get the goo off of Rava snap Rava back in and then just go around and freeze things at ray of frost around the room
3: Ooh, there's a marker on here for blessed
2: mm-hmm.
3: blessed but we're, we're not blessed anymore it's probably done now so Ziggurat looks at the sheriff and says, look, there's something going on here with a, an organisation called the Burnt Hand. And this is obviously, oh, I would be surprised at this point if it wasn't part of that. It, um, there's probably a connection with the previous sheriff and what someone that's connected to the Burnt Hand that's writing letters all over the place. We found similar handwriting and signatures and other notes in another city. The bottom line is, you you here for a reason. Obviously, this now-do-well here, well, had a greater motive. What I'm trying to say is, we need to protect you because you know information, and we need to secretly get you into a place.
2: And we're trying to hide him with the magic eyes.
3: Yeah, basically just a little bit. A little bit of an overview. And I'm just suggesting to him, like, hey, we're probably going to have to take you in to carnival, our own protective custody. We'll make you sure you're fed. Um, you can't know where this location is, though. At least not to you have earned trust.
0: I, I understand.
2: Story's going to go upstairs while they're doing that. Uh, to see if the guy is up there, she's gonna try to be somewhat stealthy and like pop her head out.
1: Yeah. Uh. So yeah, while I'm putting these fires out, I'm gonna get a better look at this circle.
0: Run me another Arcana check, please.
1: That's worse. That's much worse. That's an eleven. <laughs> My initial assessment.
0: Yeah. Is it, from what you can tell, it is some sort of. Evil conjuration magic. You can see just on the spine of the stick of the scarecrow that was a small piece of paper written I'm, like smudged ash on it.
1: Okay, I'm destroying all of it as much as I like while I'm putting out fires. I just go through and smudge all the symbols, destroy the paper. This is not something I'm comfortable letting be out there.
0: And two, Remember, the ash is like tinged with blood, too. Oh, yeah. So, so just
1: smearing, <laughs> probably using like a stick or something and smearing all of it.
0: So the story you were going to try to stealth upstairs. Yep. OK, you mean uh, did you throw me a stealth roll?
2: I did not. Dirty 20.
0: Sneaky as can be. Story slides up the steps. And does not see anyone in the immediate vicinity except for dead bodies that are just sitting out.
2: Okay, well then she's just going to stroll out and is there any like food, water, stuff that she can give to, to Sheriff Man? As much as she doesn't like working with the law, he's still a human being.
0: There's some beer nuts and shit and on the table where they were playing cards.
2: She brings it to him. Or she brings it to the top of the stairs and just kind of stares with the food. Here, copper, copper, copper.
0: <laughs> and he grabs it and just shovels it down and then drinks the beer and throws up.
2: She wouldn't have handed him a beer. Oh, okay. She knows
3: that. <laughs> Ziggurat Zic- Zic- follows him upstairs and actually <laughs> it's like, look. He, this is water, not be, there you go. And hands him Mod's Endless Cup so he can drink from it and it'll keep refilling.
0: Drinking and drinking and drinking. And then it's like, oh.
3: it's wrong it It's, that's enough in okay. moderation. Ziggret knows the amount about survival and what happens through, you know, the effects of starvation and stuff. So he's like, you gotta pace yourself, mate. Um. Look. I hate doing this. Just and I take off my traveling cloak that I have and I I'm like we need to put the Sylvia hid and we need to
0: mic it back. Some rope. Tie it around his neck. <laughs> just make sure it's real tight.
2: Um, the money upstairs. The the we're not just gonna leave it. Right, yes. Uh, So Story goes upstairs. Can she bring, like, can she, the, the, is it something the bird can lift and bring back downstairs?
0: I mean, it's a chest full of coins. Is it
2: something that the bird can drag and drag down the stairs?
0: Sure. Give me a strength check.
2: (laughs) Oh, actually 19. She's going to see if any of the guys can carry it then, I guess.
3: I've got 160 pounds of carry weight remaining uh, available
0: to me. Can we say that you ride the chest down the stairs?
2: 100%. Can I, I can even do an acrobatics.
0: That'd be great.
3: She's just like pushing it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a 29 for acrobatics.
0: 29 if you would have nat one on that Ah, yeah she
2: rides it down like a surfboard yeah Um, amazing see here i can carry or push drag or lift is 330 pounds so is it 300 yeah um and then
0: be real slow going though Unless the
2: guys are helping. I have to get rid of something because if I'm reading this right. I have 160 pound, five pounds of carrying capacity and I'm carrying 166.
1: Maybe you should unload one of those daggers.
2: You shut your mouth.
1: You might need those. Yeah, uh, Hearing probably this massive thump, Quill's going to kind of rush upstairs. Um, is everything okay up here? Well, she's at the bottom of the stairs now. She's, she just wrote it. Well, I was I was still in the basement. I was in the basement. So it probably was like <laughs> into the... Right, okay.
3: Yeah, so Z- Z- Ziggurat then uh, says C- to Bill, ah, uh, Story just wrote that. She has to go down the stairs. You know, usual.
1: Oh, that... I'm going to just assume that's normal.
3: Oh, uh, I mean, it's what we expect out of here at this point.
2: You get a big smile and a thumbs up.
3: What? Yeah, good job. Uh, look, If you want to guard him, I can carry the chest. And um, we can make our way back to you know where.
2: <laughs> Story randomly throws a set of leather armor onto the ground.
1: Uh, the the shadow spawn's around for an hour. He can kind of help move this man.
2: Ooh, story grabs what's the leather the armor and hands it to the shadow spawn.
1: Uh, shadow spawn's strength is, is thirteen plus one. Um, right.
3: Um, sheriff, what's your name? Actually, I don't know. We got it from you.
0: Peter.
1: Peter. Pater. Peter, P-A-T-E-R, I assume? Yeah. Right. Peter.
3: <sighs> We're going to um, cover your eyes, and uh, story here will guide you, and um, we'll make sure you're fed and have a bed, and we'll have to do some questions later. And I'm like, look... Um, Obviously, we're magic users here. We're we're, um, here to help, if that's not clear at this point. There's obviously some trust things, though, like I said.
0: Fine.
3: Right. Here we go.
2: Jerry goes over and starts to guide him like she would Quill.
0: Okay. And then you leave and start heading back. And we kind of fade out for a moment. And many, many miles away, in Hightower, a villager from Hightower is standing up on the shield wall and sees rows of lights coming off in the distance from the east. And ranks and ranks of lights coming through the fields, up the road, towards the front gates of Fort Hightower. And that's where we're going to end for tonight.
2: If you kill Maude and it, in real life, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> it seems I'll dangerous. Keep that. Let, me, let me just make a note of that (laughs) Julio
1: Kill Ray beats me to death Step 3 Question Mark Question Mark Question Mark
2: Step 3 Profits
1: Well you have to have the question mark step in there somewhere and then there's profit.
2: True and then there's Profits
1: So this is good
0: had fun So thank you all for listening to another episode of of our actual play 5e DD podcast in absentia you can find in absentia on whatever podcast app you want this episode was episode 29 matchstick men or sorry matchstick man and as always i am the gm your host steve
1: and with me is john hi i'm john i can be found at seasonalbard on Twitter, and it has been zero days since I've been covered in some horrible substance. Thank you.
0: Canonical, it's a, it's it's a thing now. And
2: Anne, hi, I've been Anne. I've been your Kenku Rogue, and oh yeah, we're going back to the guy who was thinking about a glitter bomb. I'm excited for this.
0: And Mark. Mm-hmm
3: hi i've been mark and uh i I, rather i am mark and i've been zigrit the dragonborn sorcerer uh and you can find me here
0: if you enjoyed listening to in absentia if you're listening to this in podcast form please consider hitting that subscribe button so you can get up-to-date downloads and notifications when new episodes come out if you really, really loved what you heard tonight, go to www.ubergeekmedia.com. We do have a donate mu- button if you're interested in giving some form of monetary donation to help us keep the lights yeah. on. Otherwise, we also have a Patreon, which I have a link somewhere on the website. The exact location escapes me, and I should probably track that down. So we have that. But you can find me at Herbgeek Media if you want to reach out to me on Twitter. All of you wonderful listeners have a fantastic
1: night. So this just in. We uh, right. we achieved 50 followers on Twitch. We're we're not planning to immediately switch over to affiliate as there's, you know, advertising stuff that gets dropped into stream that kind of bothers us and providing you content. But because of this achievement, we felt as though it's only fair to provide you fine, fine uh, listeners and Twitch goers with uh, the opportunity for reward for your kind deeds. I think Steve prepared a statement.
0: Sure. Sure i totally so you, did. i thought
1: you wrote stuff down uh,
0: i wrote stuff down so i wouldn't forget anything i didn't write a statement but that's it's fine <laughs> it's fine john just put me on the spot um Damn it. to celebrate the uber geek media channel here on twitch hitting 50 followers john and myself would like to cordially announce the giveaway